The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. I'm Bakes, Kevin Baker. I'm going to teach you how to make money in up and down markets. Very few podcasters or coaches cover this. I'll show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses to make you a better investor. So once a week, you're going to know what's going on in the world and the stock market. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. Morning, everybody. This is Bakes, Kevin Baker, Stock Market Authority. It's great to see you. Hope you had a great week. A uh, lot to talk about. Uh, what we're mainly going to uh, address is the death of the seller's market. I kicked up some dust here, and uh, I kind of, I'm kind of i having fun with this. We'll open the mailbag. Uh, one of my favorite people on God's Earth asked about Viva, and we get some other stocks to talk about. And we'll go through the portfolio. This is unique to uh, uh, Stock Market Authority. I've got a real account that I show you that I hope I, that I t- proved to you I know what I'm talking about. And we search for the 10 best ETFs to make money this year. We made money last year and very few people did. So uh, let's go to today's top story, please. Uh, Death of the seller's market. And I put this out uh, and uh, I encourage you to go to Bakes, go go to stockmarketauthority.com and uh, uh, subscribe to my newsletter because I put this out during the week. And and I said, uh, 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 you know, that the re- housing is slowing dramatically, and we'll go through that in a little bit more. And this really kicked up some dust. Um, the uh, good friend of mine, uh, uh, Jim from, uh, from Canton, uh, Canton, Mass., said, you know, in essence, you know, yeah, you might be right nationally, but not in the Tony Hamlets that I serve as a realtor. And uh, Jim, your friend, and, 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 and I think you might be right. I made me, you made me delve into some subtleties here. But to Mary and Julie and Cindy and all my realtor friends, uh, I think I really have some things to bring to the stock market to give some perspective to the real estate market, the housing market. And uh, so we'll go right into that. Um, I, when Jim pushed back and said, well, not Massachusetts, uh, I pulled up this chart. This is Holmes, uh, H-O-M-Z. And it, this, this, I like this because it includes everything. The top three names are Home Depot and Lowe's and Meritage Homes, a home builder. And, but the, the, the paint company, the plumbing companies, the furniture companies, the mortgage brokers, I mean, it's got everything that touches housing in it. And I'm telling you, it's going down. I mean, it, it's my cell discipline would have gotten you out here at around the 40s, and, and here we are at 32. So down 20% isn't horrific, but it's just, it, it, frankly, it still looks bad to me. I'll go into some of the reasons why uh, I, I put importance on this. And to Jim, to give you some some local perspective, we, I sent out, I didn't put it up here because I didn't want to get too busy, but the, the Case-Shiller Index, which is uh, uh, the uh, an index that, that shows the same home, the price increase or decline, and... Um, and charts that over time. So it's real transactions of the same home uh, uh, and then strings them together. And during the great financial crisis, uh, uh, the pushback from Jim was, I'm telling you, Bakes, during the great financial crisis, prices didn't go down. And I go, but Jim, we went from 180 to, to 150, down 16% uh, in, in the Boston Index. 
And, and that isn't horrific, but it isn't up. And what I realized was that the, the Boston K. Schiller includes about six counties around Boston. So it's sort of New Bedford to Boston to Bill Ricca. And it, there's a lot of... So, again, you're Tony Hamlet uh, of, of Weston and Wellesley or wherever that you, you serve. Yep, it, you know, it, it could be flat to up, uh, even in the worst of circumstances, the, the great financial crisis. I don't think this is that bad, but I, I, I think that the days of, of ridiculous terms and bidding wars are over. And I'll go into that uh, in, in, in a little bit more. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 I still am focused on the charts. If I didn't have charts, I'd be a waste of time. I'll be honest with you. So when I see the Holmes uh, chart rolling over like this and still acting poorly, at a minimum, I say, I'm, uh, I'm not going to touch these stocks. With the possible exception, the home builders look pretty good. When I, I love having this interaction because it makes me look at things anew with fresh eyes. And I went through all the subgroups inside of the homes ETF. And the home builders are acting really, really good uh, with banks uh, blowing up left and right. So I don't have an explanation for it, but I'm watching it. And if we can make money from it, believe me, I will, uh, I will, I will share it with you. And this is what really kind of set me off on this on this uh, jihad, if you will. This is from the Wall Street Journal the other day, the U.S. median existing home sales. And when something happens once in 11 years, I pay attention. This is year-over-year prices, not the number of sales. The prices of homes was down for the first time in 11 years. And uh, frankly, the, th- the thought of this bouncing back uh, uh, over the near term, I think, is remote. So... And I'm trying to come up with reasons why this might turn around. Interest rates go down a lot? Doubt it. Uh, 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 banks uh, uh, increase, uh, decrease lending standards so more, pe- more people can get financing? I really doubt that. And unemployment uh, uh, getting dramatically better? That's not going to happen. So, uh, you know, I deal with, with the facts and, and the markets that I see and certainly the charts that I see. And so home prices are down. And the main uh, point I want to bring about this is homes are, are uh, consumption items, not investment items. If you make money, you know, and you hold something for 20 years, that's a bonus. But I want this to be really pragmatic. I love the home. I love the place. I love the school district. And, and I want to raise my kids here and, and, uh, and, and live with my, my, um, my spouse, you know, for 20 years. And, and that's the, the uh, perspective. It's, it's highly leveraged and mistakes are expensive. I've been batting 500 with real estate. I've owned four homes and I've lost money on two of them, which is really hard to do. So prices do go down or maybe I'm just not good at this. So I'm going to stick to stocks. Uh, I'm also going to stick to paying attention to Cantro. Mike Kantrowitz at Piper Sandler, he, uh, I really like his stuff. I don't pay a lot of attention to economists, but strategists that have a framework like his, I think is helpful. So uh, he has this HOPE framework. H is housing, and as we just covered, that is going down. 
the O is is uh, operating, you know, how the economy is going, profits, and then employment. And uh, I follow his Twitter. I recommend you do. You see the tweet that I have up here. This is home improvement foot traffic. And again, I don't pay attention to every you know, uh, uh, you know, move in, in a chart. But again, this is crashing through six-year lows. So during COVID, you know, we, we built the deck. We bought the grill. We, you know, uh, uh, you know put on the, the in-law apartment for grandma. And now it's over. And so at a minimum, the home improvement stocks are going to be ugly for a long, long time. And I want to hear your anecdotes. If you've been going through your projects and you go to Home Depot and you could fire a cannon through the place and not, and not, not hit anybody, I'd be curious about that. And if I'm wrong in Poughkeepsie, you tell me that too. I also think, and I'll, I'll cover this in, in, during the week, that there was a story in the journal yesterday where uh, this is the, it's almost you go west to east in the U.S. The San Francisco's and Seattle's, the Amazon and the tech centers, they're getting crushed. Uh, the, and then as you, as you move east, it gets better and better and better. And there's a chart that I'll, I'll, I'll share with you that, uh, that shows that. But um, uh, I still contend that if someone is trying to, to pressure you into a house, that that you know you're not in love with and the numbers don't work I would walk away so fast to make your head spin and I know that's tough to do I mean this is we're all human beings uh this is easy but um again uh, uh the employment situation is getting worse the bank is the banks are tightening their lending standards I think those are facts I think I'm right and I think this is the death of the sellers market so please do me a favor Go to my website, stockmarketauthority.com, and sign up for my free newsletter so we can have this, these uh, discussions during the course of the week. I think it makes all of us better. And that's today's top story. Now it's time to check the mailbag. Incoming! There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. I uh, was blessed this past weekend to go to a wedding and, uh, and and spend some time with Jack and his pals. And you know, one of the main reasons I do this is my sons, Jack and, and Bobby, uh, they were in uh, business programs and th- their friends would fire questions at me and uh, got to meet McKenna, who is uh, one of my favorite people on God's earth uh, in the city. And she goes, Bakes, wh- where do you think Viva should trade? And uh, I haven't looked at this in a while. Uh, I, I paid attention during the IPO years ago. Been a very, very successful medical software company. And as usual, what I, I, I do is my eye goes to where my cell discipline would have been triggered. And I'm also realiz- realizing from discussions this past week and my listening to every other podcast that, that I, I uh, use to coalesce into this one, uh, nobody tells you how to sell but me. I'm sorry, and I'm good at it. I've gone through this for 25 years, and if I only tell you how to sell the stocks you care about, especially the ones you work for, then I'm going to earn my money. And, and uh, so uh, I really want to stress that. Now, here's the sell discipline. Uh, the first time it goes through, the, the closes below the 200 day, the stock's at 282. V-E-E-V is the symbol, Viva. 282. Now, I understand this is, this is past tense. We can't do this. But I wanted to illustrate that, that uh, 
you know, I've got a system that works here, and I want it to work for you. I really do. Uh, the 50-day the comes down through the 200 at 305, and the 200-day the turns down at 256. So 282 out of the stock. And again, you don't call your, your broker. You don't call the CFO. You don't call your mom. You don't call your priest. You sell the stock. Just like that, dispassionately. I didn't sound that dispassionate as I said it, but you get the idea. Uh, we're now at 177, and uh, you could do the math. That's 105 points, and that's 37%. Now, that's the past. Here's the present. Uh, you know, this is MarketSmith. I love this service. I've been using it forever. I've been a client for 25 years. And as you see here, I've, I've got a, a series of arrows, and I want to kind of uh, go left to right on this if you're following on, uh, on, on YouTube. Uh, and they have a fiscal year that's January 31st, which is very unusual. They, usually retail companies have that odd fiscal year, but so be it. Uh, you look at these, this arrow on the left, there's going to be uh, no EPS growth this year, according to the analyst estimates. Now, they may be sandbagging and, and under-promising and over-delivering, so it might be more than that. That's usually what uh, gets stocks going. But let's just say for the sake of argument, there's no EPS growth this year, but it's going to grow 21% next year. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, again, I think under-promising and over-delivering is, is, uh, is the way to go here. The... P.E., as you see this other arrow here, is uh, 41 times. Not cheap. Not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. That's the price-earnings ratio. We've talked about that in Back to Basics. Uh, it's at the low end of its range. I always like to uh, look at stocks not as an absolute, but versus their own trading history. So in this case, the stock is traded from 38 times earnings to 122 times earnings. We're trading at 41. That's clearly the low end of the range. And it's not cheap, but it's okay versus its own history. So... I hope that you could tell I'm kind of getting uh, incrementally positive here. We're right now at the, at the July 19th high. Why is that important? Well, that's before the pandemic. And, and stocks that, uh, that can hold those highs with the business progressing and growing over the last four years, I take as a positive sign. It probably had no business being up there at 282, but here we are at 177, and we're at that support line that we also talked about at Back to Basics, and I didn't draw it here because it was getting too busy, but we're right here at that, at that line. It looks like it's holding. My, suggest, my suspicion is the business is getting better now than it was then. The 200-day uh, the moving average is at 180, so we're below that, but not by much. And the 200-day the is going down, so the trend is down, but it's, it's, it's less steep. It's decelerating, going down at a slower rate. So uh, and these, now let's go to the arrows on the bottom here. You see the, um, uh, the last four quarters, you've had earnings go up 9%, 10%, 16%, 28%. That's acceleration. That is classic can-slim Bill O'Neill, Investor's Business Daily, Market Smith stuff. And so somebody's got a screen someplace that says, show me everything that's trading it with PEs towards the low end of their range with accelerating earnings growth the last four quarters, and this name's going to show up, in my view. Uh, and also, on the earnings call, where they were up 28%, uh, the volume was up 2x. 
So you had an earnings call, positive surprise. People that didn't own it said, get me in, and the stock is, 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 is going up. So you take out that 180 level, and I think you really have something going. And this is how my mind works. A lot of people build all these fancy models and, and what have you. I simply say, if the PE is 41 now, Is it reasonable that that's going to be maintained over the next 12 to 18 months? And if they hit these earnings targets and hopefully exceed them, will, it, will, will the P.E. stay the same? So let's say we're at 41 times earnings. This 522 earnings number that's out there for next year comes to fruition at least. You get to 214, you're up 21% in line with earnings, and then you go back to the intermediate high from last year at 230, I think that's a decent chance. So uh, if you own this, and I think you do, I would hold on to it. Uh, if you certainly, if you have it in the 401k, I'd max out the matching that the company gives you and keep the tax away as long as possible. And uh, I like it here. And if it takes, a, uh, takes out above 180, which isn't that far away, especially if the, er- the uh, uh, volume picks up, then I'm a fan. So uh, I hope that's helpful, and McKenna, I hope to see you soon. Thanks again, and please keep coming in, and thanks for bringing some ladies into the four because I'm too dude-heavy right now. And speaking of dudes, this is Hank from Nashville, and he asks, Bakes, what do you think of uh, BUALT, the Blue Star Top 10 Listed Alternative Asset Managers Index? That's a mouthful. I understand why they contracted that to, uh, to, to, BU, to BUALT. It doesn't sound good either. Anyway, uh, he said, I'd, uh, I'd rather own this than uh, the big bank stock uh, ETFs. And, okay, now, I don't have a chart for BUALT specifically. Uh, it wasn't available in my, in my system. But the number one name, which is 16% of it, is Blackstone. And, frankly, almost all the charts look very similar, which brings up another point. Folks, the re- half the reason I do this is that I figured out a while ago, and I have some fancy academic papers somewhere that I could dig up, stocks move in groups. And if you get the group right, it's way more important than getting the stock right. And looking for the stock that bucks a, that bucks a trend, you know, the, the, the best house in a lousy neighborhood is a waste of time, in my opinion. And it has, it has been for me, at least. So here's Blackstone. And, um, uh, you know, very well regarded Steve Schwartzman, legendary, uh, uh, you know, REIT uh, firm, private equity, VC alternatives. Alternatives generally are outside of buying traditional stocks and bonds. So you have real estate, REITs, venture capital, LBOs, leveraged buyouts, and and that kind of a thing. Hopefully uncorrelated uh, to the market. And now, looking at this, in practice, it's a lot, it's pretty correlated. And uh, uh, at least the stock is overall. Interest rate goes up. Anything that's related to financials goes down. And this is what happened with Blackstone. You see the, the sell here, you know, 25. I won't go through the whole thing again. But, uh, you know, it was a sell a year ago, uh, at, you know, 25% ago. The trend is still down. Uh, and uh, you know the volume is picking up. It might be getting a little bit better, but I don't see anything definitive right now. So for me, with with the two thousand plus charts that I see out there, and I'm trying to find the best ten, I wouldn't stop on anything that looks like this. So to me, Blackstone is uh, is an avoid. And since you brought up the banks, and the banks are in the headlines, I put up 
the uh, Select Spider ETF, the um, uh, the Financial Select, and uh, XLF. And I'm going to say no thanks again. Uh, this is a good reminder the stocks move in groups. It looks very similar to the prior chart. Uh, and it brings up another point. If you work in financial services, uh, I want you to to obviously you know get as much stock, especially at discounts with company matching in your 401k as you can. But you have your stock in your retirement, and then you have your livelihood tied to, to markets, which are very fickle, as we are finding out, especially banks and financials. And you have enough exposure under that circumstance, and so you should diversify into the other sectors by using my ideas, I hope, but you get the idea. So I'm out, I would not touch the banks. Uh, I, I think their business is getting tougher and worse for the foreseeable future, even if it is J.P. Morgan and Jamie Dimon's a, dream, uh, a genius. That's it for the mailbag this week. If you want to write into the show with any questions or comments, please email me at bakes at stockmarketauthority.com. Even better, leave me a voice recording, and we can record uh, and play your, your questions on the show. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at, at the Stock Market Authority portfolio, and I'll give you this week's Baked Takes. You're listening to Stock Market Authority. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Do you want to become a better investor? Do you want to learn how to make money in both up and down markets? Then you need to go to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. Stock Market Authority is run by award-winning investment manager Kevin Bakes Baker. His aim is to save you time while teaching you how to be a better investor. Bakes saves you time by diving into all the latest stock market news and information so that you don't have to. He reads all the latest articles, analyzes the charts, and listens to all the relevant podcasts. And then once a week, he gives you a breakdown of what's happening in the market. Stock Market Authority is constantly outperforming the S&P and the HFRX. Bakes is going to share with you his weekly stock observations. He'll give you concise insights and show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses. Stock Market Authority is making money in up and down markets. Wouldn't you like to do the same? So join now and let Bakes show you how. Head on over to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. That's stockmarketauthority.com, making money in up and down markets. And we're back. We're talking about the the death of the seller's market, and I can't wait to get the angry calls from my realtor friends, but here we go. Uh, Now it's time for for the portfolio. And again, I listen to, I can't tell you how many, dozens of podcasts, and I don't see anybody saying, here's real money that I'm putting to work shoulder to shoulder with my sons. And that's exactly what I'm I'm doing here. So uh, here's the portfolio. These are the 10 best I can find right now. You'll notice that uh, uh, there's nothing down, in this case, more than 10%. Anything down 15% gets shot by me. And, and I know that sounds extreme. And Bakes, what, you know, what about these exceptions? I'm telling you, I've been doing this a long time. I know how to sell. And I know that if you hold on to 15% losers, some of them or a lot of them are going to turn into 25 and 50% losers, and you're not going to find many doubles to get you back to, to, to even. So I can find a lot of 20% winners to make up for my 15% losers and, and make money overall. Now, 
We're down 11% this year because we were up last year and, and some of the uh, activity in January, February, some of the garbage that was flying to the upside, it hurt us a little bit. I'm not going to kid you, but it's March. So I've got nine months to go, and I really like my chances. The S&P's up three, so it's, it's beating me by about 15 points. But I, we beat it by, by uh, uh, 25 points last year, and uh, we've been getting better over the, over the recent past. And I really like what we're doing right now. We are 19% in Bitcoin, and I went through that last week, so I'm not going to touch upon it too much here. But uh, in essence, if uh, I, I have a hard time believing that we're going to have three, four banks get into trouble, and we're never going to hear about this again. And uh, every time a bank got into trouble, Bitcoin started going north, and I just I just see that trend uh, continuing. We're 13% in energy mainly the services companies, and uh, uh, oil looks like it wants to bottom here at 70, West Texas Intermediate, and go north. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve is at its lows. If Biden has some brains, I don't know if he does, uh, but after selling the Strategic Petroleum Reserve down to dangerously low levels in order to get gas prices down for the election, now you can fill it up with with, uh, oil down 30, 40 bucks. I think that's going to happen, and I think you're going to see activity pickup, and the stocks are pretty resilient given what's been going on. We're 9% Argentina, 10% in Mexico, 9% in infrastructure, 3% in platinum, and we're 62% long. So I'm not a perma bear. I will literally go wherever the market tells me to go to make money. And I think that's the whole point. Most of the pros hug an index and so you have they make you hold on to lousy groups for long periods of time and if you go to where good things are happening and and uh, uh things are, are good and getting better you can make uh make money and i think we've proven it every year thus far so i hope we continue the uh, the trend we're nine percent short kramer and we're three percent short real estate and i think real estate's going to work and i'm probably going to add to that as we go down the road we're 12 percent short so you can do the math we're 50 percent long we're 25 percent cash and i'm still the overweight point guard looking to dish to the next opportunities that come up the end of the month is on friday which is sort of like uh, christmas to me i get to go spend a, a day and go through thousands of charts to find new stuff to talk about new stuff to invest in and uh um, it's, you know, I'm a man of simple taste. What can I tell you? Let's get into this week's baked steaks. And my take is uh, uh, the, the, the market isn't as healthy as, as people think. Um, and Speculator uh, uh, from Twitter caught my attention. I follow him. He follows me. Uh, and it shows this heat map of year-to-day gains in the S&P 500. And the heat map just basically shows, uh, you know, what's up, what's driving the performance, that's green, and then uh, the red is what's down and what's driving that performance. And it's, it's pretty uh, apparent here. You've got two big boxes that are, that are, that are, are, are prevalent in the uh, upper left, and it's Apple and Microsoft. And I had to look this up. Apple and Microsoft is um, uh, 13% plus of the S&P 500. So if those weren't acting well, the S&P 500 would be down this year versus being up 3%, which is nothing to write home about. Uh, It's roughly half of the uh, uh, S&P 
uh, technology sector. So it has a really um, outsized influence on what people perceive the market is doing. Now, uh, you know, you, you, most of the pros are paid to beat the market. I don't care about beating the market. I want to, but I want to make money every year. Being down 20 when the market's down 30 uh, has no appeal to me whatsoever. You get high-fived in the, in, the, in the professional business if you do that, but no one's going to high-five me for that. So I'm going to try and make you money this year. That's my entire focus. And it changes my thinking and perspective on, on a lot of things. So I put up Apple. I didn't put up Microsoft uh, just because, frankly, it, it looks the same. But, you know, Apple... We wouldn't be talking about Apple if it didn't have this outsized uh, influence on the S&P 500. CNBC talks about it breathlessly. It seems like daily. And if, you know, if I was going through the chart book, I'd yawn at this. I'd say you know, 10% EPS growth, uh, earnings growth, 27 PE, it's at resistance. I go, eh, who cares? Next. And that's exactly what I, would, I, I have done and would, and would do. But if you're running a portfolio that's tied to the S&P 500 and you don't own the 7 or 6% that is Apple or Microsoft, you're toast. You're toast. So people own it. And I, what I, my point here is that I don't think people are, are in this because I'm so bullish about this 27 PE turning into a 30 PE or them blowing out earnings. They're hiding. They've got a lot of cash. They're not going to go out of business. It's a, you know, a solid place. You're not going to get fired if it's 8% of your portfolio versus 6 And so they're hiding. And it's, the volume is anemic. If the volume was picking up, I'd have a different uh, uh, topic. So, uh, and the, just for what it's worth, the next three groups, uh, largest groups in the S&P, are consumer discretionary, healthcare, and financials. And they all stink, which is why I... I uh, and that's 65% of, of, of the market overall. So the pros have to be in, in financials and healthcare. You don't, I won't, and uh, I think that's going to benefit us because uh, there are times that those are lousy places to invest for long periods of time. And, um, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm not going to play there. I think I know what's going on. I'm watching Apple and Microsoft. I encourage you to as well. If they roll over, look out below, and I'll raise my hand and say, hey, you know, this is what I talked about. The cell discipline that I implement would be in, in vogue in Apple and Microsoft, and that means the, the market and the headlines start to become uh, more gruesome. Uh, as we close out today's show, I always like to uh, end with some much-needed levity. When I start talking about housing prices going down, I've got to get some, uh, some laughs to balance it out. Uh, this is Gary Goleman, uh, uh, Telephone 1.0. Uh, please click on the link below to, to, uh, to access that. It's three, four minutes. It's very funny. Dad, it's clean, so I didn't need to put a, you know, a strong, salty language disclaimer on it. And uh, I hope you all enjoy a good laugh and a great we end of the week and weekend. And I will see you next week. I'm Bakes. Please go to Bakes at StockMarketAuthority.com. Fire your questions and comments to me. Please go to at Bakes Takes on Twitter. Want to hear from you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And go to StockMarketAuthority.com, please, and sign up for my free newsletter so that you can stay in touch and we can stay in touch together over the course of the week. I'll see you soon. Take care. God bless. Bye now.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.